happy to welcome you to the third episode of our second season of the Past Lives podcast. In season one, I conducted several interviews with people who experienced past life recollections and shared what they have been through with us. If you're curious about how that went, please check the previous episodes. After each of these interviews, we then shortly talked at the end about certain aspects of the Pratiloma past life regression method used to get a better understanding of it. In the interview I conducted with Laura, she told us that she tried different therapy regression methods and offered us a comparison among them. At the end of this interview, I briefly talked about the different therapy methods used in modern psychology and psychoanalysis, about their advantages and disadvantages, and also about ways in which the Pratiloma method is different. In today's episode, we will elaborate this in detail. But first, let's listen again to the excerpt of the interview with Laura, in which she's telling us about her view on this comparison. Your answer is a really good introduction for the question that I was planning to ask you after this. That is, uh, what other methods have you found to recall past lives? And can you make like maybe a short difference uh, uh, between them? Actually, I um, haven't found any other method of um, um, going in a, in a previous, previous life. But um, uh, as I told you, I, um, I was interested in looking for other methods of knowing myself better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Uh, I tried, I studied, I experienced uh, many, many other uh, methods of uh, ser- therapy and self-development mm-hmm. and self-knowledge, but none of them was um, related to uh, reincarnations. Okay. And uh, regarding this method that you used, how many uh, times have you had the experience of recalling past lives and uh, maybe how many lives were you able to recall so far? <laughs> I cannot answer to this question very precisely because um, I've started doing this more than 15 years ago. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of time to... Yes, yes, yes. Practices. And uh, since then I have been doing this um, many, many times. Uh, maybe I, um, I obsessed, I, I don't know, maybe... Um, more than 100 lives or wow 100 uh, maybe <laughs> yeah but um, a lot a lot and uh, i mean it's it's quite impressive that you've been dealing with this for so many years uh, still i would like to ask you if you could remember your first experience with this method well that was uh, also uh, a long long time ago and um um, I don't remember exactly um, what what uh, life, what subject I um, um, was dealing with uh, in that first reincarnation, but I I, I remember the the experience uh, overall that um, it was um, um, more different than I expected to be. Um, it was very intensive, and um, 
uh, I, I really enjoyed it, although mm-hmm. it was um, not as I expected it to be, but I enjoyed it uh, a lot. And um, yeah, I, it. Um, um, how did you expect it to be? Because you just mentioned that uh, uh, it was not like how you expected it to be. Well, yes, um, because I, I was used to other uh, kinds of uh, therapies and mm-hmm. self-development uh, methods and uh, techniques. Um, mm, I, I uh, expect it to be more like those, but uh, in fact it was uh, more intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, all the emotions were uh, very intensive, very real, and uh, I, uh, I was... Um, um amazed that i um i could uh, see in so many details um uh, an an experience an event uh, which happened uh, so long time before and mm-hmm. of which i i didn't have any idea um mm-hmm. about so Now, elaborating on that, by using the teachings from the master's book that teaches the Pratiloma method, let's see first, before we get to the comparison of therapeutical methods, let's see first and foremost how does our body react to situations that we are moment by moment confronted with, and especially, let's see what happens if we have to deal with difficult situations, and how do traumas occur as a consequence of that. When we face a difficult situation, our body makes use of all its available energetic resources in order to cope with that situation. Trauma occurs when our psyche is overloaded and produces a short circuit that causes a blockage. This short circuit is part of the coping mechanism. Trauma fixes and imprints the energies while in state of alert and these imprints will be activated every time we think we find ourselves in a similar situation. Hence, we involuntarily overreact and we display aberrant behavior. This reactive emotional imprint needs to be neutralized before this undesirable reactive pattern can cease. Let's start with the very beginning. Pierre Jeannette, who lived between the years 1859 and 1947, was Freud's contemporary, and from unknown reasons, his works are much less studied, despite the fact he had come much closer to the truth than Freud himself, um, the father of the theory of psychoanalysis. In what concerns the profound effects of traumas on our psyche? It took almost 100 years for Pierre Jeannette's extremely valuable works to be brought to light and for him to be acknowledged as the true pioneer in psychotraumatology. For a while, Pierre Jeannette worked together with the renowned hypnotherapist. Now it's a name in French, so <laughs> please excuse my French. Charlotte Atte Salpetrière. 
uh, at the Salpetriere Hospital in Paris. Yeah, just as Freud did. In their studies, they found that repressed traumatic memories caused abnormalities, psychopathological symptoms, memory problems, and so on. The findings of the research conducted in this field were published in detail in 1989 in the work uh, entitled L'automatisme psychologique. Over a century has passed since then, and the road was long, but it did bear fruit. Nowadays, there is an estimated number of almost 400 therapeutic methods used in curing psychic ailments. We can narrow this number down to a few basic models, which are not by any means recent. Basically, all methods used to bring traumatic memories to the surface are um, ancestral methods adjusted to our times. Two of these few methods are considered the most important. The psychoanalysis, which is a direct projection method perfected by Freud, and the psychodynamic model, also used for the first time by Freud. The reverse technique was perfected to cure post-traumatic stress disorders in war veterans. This technique is basically a behavioral therapy which aims to help the individual conquer their lingering fear. In order to reach this goal, the patient first needs to understand the situation that produced their psychic trauma and then they will be exposed again to the trauma, but this time in a controlled situation. However, before any of that takes place, during the preparation stages, the patient learns how to manage their fears by means of using relaxation techniques and visualizing calming images. Then, together with a therapist, they make up a very thorough script by which they reconstruct a detailed account of the traumatic event. In the subsequent sessions, using the reverse technique, the patient indicates the order in which all events took place, from the most simple to the most complicated ones. In the next stage, they reenact the respective actions. For the seriously traumatized individuals, there may occur a spontaneous necessity to re-experience the event. The subconscious goal is to cure the trauma by overcoming it. In this case, we are talking about a spontaneous coercing to self-healing. Modern psychotherapy uses this conscious or subconscious self-harming tendency for therapeutic reasons. The patient has the chance to recover their integrity through reclaiming their ability to fight against the traumatic event. In group therapy sessions, the patients are trained to defend themselves and then they reconstruct the opportunity for the aggression to manifest in controlled conditions. In moderate reenactments, there is a good premise for victory. Patients may regain their normal psychological self-defense reactions once they learned the basics of self-defense. Patients may partially or totally regain their confidence lost to trauma once they take the lead in reenacting the event. There are other important controlled confrontational situations involving the feeling of fear 
that may be used for the recovery of the psychic areas that were harmed. It is not only the confrontation with their fears that patients can achieve by following such therapies in accordance to their abilities, but they may reevaluate their self-defense mechanisms too. Now coming back to the Freudian reverse technique, namely the reenactment of the traumatic event, it has been found over time that in an environment protected by a safe connection, we can achieve the elevation of the main post-traumatic stress disorders. Despite the significant amount of time and efforts put into this therapeutic method, it seems that the reverse techniques have their limitations. For example, the most difficult part of the reenactment is to overcome amnesia, because it is almost impossible to process the memory imprints since they are eliminated from the conscious area. Besides, there were no significant changes found in the patient's family life, social interactions or work relations. The patient remained dull and still presented social reclusion symptoms. Conclusion. We do, not, we do need reenactment in the healing process, but this is not sufficient to achieve healing. The second method refers to the psychodynamic model. This is among the most efficient techniques and its goal is to experience the traumatizing event again in a cathartic way, although this hasn't always been achieved. The Greek word catharsis means purification or soul relief and in our case it refers to the intensity of our emotions when we become aware of our memories. This is the best approach for success but we need a well-versed knowledge of human conscious before we use it so that we can avoid the disorders uh, that the catharsis may bring. The complex symptoms affecting the great majority of people, also known as um, stress disorders, are very difficult to treat, irrespective of their severity. From the mild distress and fears to the deep depressions, alcohol or drugs additions, and so on. This is because the psyche's conscious self-defense mechanism represses the very causes that led to these conditions. All important therapeutic methods agree that our repressed traumatic memories may enter our consciousness, provided that we temporarily seize our involuntary repressing tendency or other mechanisms that we use to avoid confronting the trauma. So there is a way that we can bring this back into the conscious part of our um, brain, of our mind. Modern psychology uses um, therapeutic hypnosis and psychogenic substances, while the use of psychoanalysis is limited to mild cases. We do not need to discover or event the therapeutic or self-development use of re-experiencing our past, especially our previous life's past. Buddhist tradition has used self-knowledge for relieving sufferings for millennia, and it is called Pratilomayana. Pratilomayana, the method that we've been talking about in the past few episodes, represents the path to recovering our integrity, 
to help develop our body and achieve spiritual fulfillment. This is why this technique does not use hypnosis or other similar processes presented, nor psychogenic substances in order to bring our memory imprints to the surface. Patilomayana can easily achieve the natural state of consciousness, and this is why it needn't make use of these methods. Our trapped memory imprints are naturally brought to surface from our subconscious so that they can be relocated in the center of our conscious from where they dissolve all existing tensions through re-experiencing our negative emotions. The individual who struggles with their emotions will realize that this technique can help them transpose their perceptions to the traumatic events in their past. This renewed awareness helps them process the tensions associated with their memory experience, which cause distress in their current life and may lead to psychosomatic difficulties over time. So that means to psychosomatic diseases, for example. By dissolving the cause, they achieve their relief from suffering. Systematic use of this method leads to losing the psychotic effect caused by the emotional tensions resulting from processing the trauma. These uh, psychotic effects are involuntarily subduing the individual and have a negative influence on their physical and psychic functions throughout their life. Once the tensions in the conscious are dissolved, the negative emotions fade away. Hence, the individual's awareness increases which in turn raises their vital energy level. Over time, this chain of reactions leads to the improvement of their overall health. We need an extremely detailed reconstruction of the traumatic event, including the respective emotions that were lived, in order to achieve both physical and psychic healing. During Pratiloma, in uh, trauma processing, there may be brought to the conscious area some um, psychical attentions or emotional impulses that hadn't even been acknowledged at the time when the traumatic event took place. The mere recount of the events without re-experiencing the emotions connected to the event will remain just a sterile memory exercise which will not bear any therapeutic effect. Hence, when using pratiloma, the awareness of our emotional state ought to be as detailed as the description of the events. Patients should note that uh, it is the intensity with which they re-experience the traumatic event that guarantees their health will improve. Pratiloma regression uses, um, uses our day-to-day -day state of awareness level to reconstruct the memory imprints and re-experience the repressed emotions. In effect, the individual state during the session effectively combines with that past moment and our conscious usually divides itself as a result of intense focus on a past event. We can then understand why during the session we re-experience certain moments from our current life. In these flashing moments when our conscious divides itself, the present connects to the past. Hence, both the uh, emotional child and the vigilant adult are present at the same time. This being said, we may conclude that Pratiloma presents 
as one of its main characteristics the fact that the individual remains in a permanent state of awareness throughout the sessions, unlike hypnosis or the use of um, psychogenic substances. This means that the individual maintains their self-control at all times, and so does their will or their memory. It is precisely this state of awareness that allows for consciously setting our premises for change, as we are also able to include reassessed experiences from our current life during the same session. So if you want to try it out for yourself, or you want to find out more about it, or simply if you have any questions or would like to share from your own experience, please drop a line at the email written in the description of the podcast. And as always, thank you for being with me today too. I'm looking forward to welcome you again next week for a new episode. I wish you a nice week ahead. Join me next time.